Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. Maybe you are old enough to remember when it happened, when it came out, the song, or maybe you've heard it even though you're younger. Memories. The line that says, like the colors of our minds, misty water-colored memories of the way we were. That idea that says, memories are the colors of our minds. It's an interesting concept. Memory is one of the most powerful things that we possess. It's one of the most powerful parts of each one of us. What one of us has not been transported in time backward? When you hear a song and that song sparks a memory of a moment and you feel like you're there again. Maybe it's the smell and I can be transported right back to the kitchen of my grandmothers, either one of them in a moment's notice with just a certain smell that gives a memory. It is memory that we think about today, and it is memory that God has shared with us. The proverb writer said, the memory of the righteous, the righteous will be remembered. What's he talking about? We're doing a series this year called A Point from a Proverb, which, by the way, if you've not turned in a personal favorite proverb, I'd like to have it to stir into this series. But what does he mean that the righteous will be remembered? Is he simply saying they will not be forgotten? What does it say when it says, but the fools... The fool's reputation or memory or name will rot. Does it mean they will be forgotten? No. He's talking about something a little deeper than that. The righteous will be remembered because they will want to be remembered. They will be highlighted. Their reputation is solid. But the wicked... It just rots away. The reputation is gone. They live in infamy, though they are still remembered. But he's talking about the difference between the memories that we want to have and the memories that we can't get out of our heads. We all have those. We all have those memories that just are there, but we don't want them anymore. Just like the wicked 
who will rot. But then there are those memories that we really want to hang on to. We want to cherish them. We want to think about them often because those deserve to be remembered. And that, I think, is what this wise man is saying in this proverb. So for a few minutes, let's think about memory as God has spoken to us about it. The concept of memory is floated all throughout Scripture. I mean, it's everywhere. God talks about remembering and memory so many times, specifically in the New Testament. God said, remember Lot's wife. Luke 17, verse 32 Jesus said, you don't need to forget what happened to Lot's wife. When she turned around and looked where God said not to look and turned into a pillar of salt. Remember. God said, remember the poor. When Saul and Barnabas were chosen to go on a mission trip. He talks about it in Galatians 2 and verse 10, and he said, This they told us that we would, that we would remember the poor, which we wanted to do. And it's why Jesus said, It is more blessed to give than to receive, Acts 10 and verse 35. Remember. God said, remember the prisoners. Hebrews 13, verse 3, as though you are chained with them. Remember. And when Paul closed his letter to the Colossians, and he said, remember me in my chains. Remember? The Hebrew writer said also, you need to remember your leaders. Hebrews 13, verse 7. Remember those who have rule over you, who watch out for your souls as those who must give an account. Remember. And Paul writing to Timothy, in the last letter that he penned before his death, 2 Timothy chapter 2, he said in verse 8, Remember that Jesus Christ died and was raised. God expects us to remember. There are things that He wants us to keep in our minds. They need to be things that are constantly with us. Those are the colors 
of our minds and spiritually speaking God has colored our minds with these memories that we can hang on to that are beautiful that we can have and we don't want them to rot. We don't want them to fade away. But then God says, let me show you why I want you to remember. If you want to follow along, you can open your Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy. We're just going to walk through a few passages this Old Testament book is Deutero, number two, Namas, the law, the second law. It doesn't mean it replaced the first law. Deuteronomy was Moses before going with or having the people of God go into the promised land. He stood up. And he read the law of Moses before the people. This book of Deuteronomy, notice, Moses stood in front of the people in one setting and read this book to them. I wonder what it would be like for us to be in a gathering and we just publicly read the book of Deuteronomy. Before you pass out, I'm not going to do it. But Moses thought it was important. God said, you need to instruct them. You need to help them remember. They need to know. Take this into the promised land. And in doing so, he tells them why. Chapter 4, verse 9. Only take heed to yourself and diligently test yourself, lest you forget the things you have seen, and lest you, they depart from your heart all the days of your life, Teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Chapter 6 in verse 12, chapter 7 in verse 18. Here is what God said to his people. I want you to remember all of this so that you will know who you are. I want you to appreciate who you are. Remember these things. Teach them to your children. Teach them to your grandchildren. Make sure they know who they are. You're God's people. And it was important for them to remember who they were because they're going into a foreign land with foreign people with ideas and teachings and practices that are totally opposite of who they were. And so God said, remember. 
God tells us principally the same thing. We're his children. And every day we go out into a world that teaches and practices things that are contrary to everything that describes who we are. And God said, remember. And in so doing, you will appreciate who you are. Chapter 5. Verse 15. This is the section where he's reading the Ten Commandments again. And this is the one that says to observe the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. And in the midst of that, he says in verse number 15, remember that you were a slave in Egypt. And the Lord your God brought you out from there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Chapter five, or 15 and verse 15. Uh, chapter 16 verses 3 and 12 also said, you were... A slave in Egypt. But now you are my people here, and you're going to a promised land that I've given you. God wanted them to remember from where they had come. He wanted them to be reminded that you were at one time enslaved in Egypt in that foreign land and abused and mistreated. But now you're going to a promised land that I've been talking about for centuries. You have a new place and a new home. But God understood that they wouldn't appreciate where they were until they appreciated where they used to be. Yes, there are memories that we don't want in our minds. Things that we wish we could get rid of, but viewed properly, those things can remind us of where we were so that we can appreciate where we are. Chapter 8, verse number 18. Remember the Lord your God. It is He who gives you power to get wealth. I think this is a fascinating verse. We could spend an entire lesson just on this mentality. Think about it. Here are people with nothing, just walking around in the wilderness. They've done it for 40 years. They have nothing. And God said, I've given you the power to get wealth. 
This is one great statement that proves that God doesn't mind when people are wealthy. It's okay. Because it is God who gives you the power to get wealth. The question is not, am I wealthy? Should I be wealthy? The question is, do I know from whence it has come? And am I using it in the way God wants? God wanted these people to remember what they or appreciate what they had by remembering that God had given them everything they had. They were about to get more than they ever imagined. God wants all of us to appreciate what we have, to appreciate what we have because it all comes from God. And if I don't remember that God gave it to me, then I won't appreciate well what I have. Chapter 9, verse 7. Remember, do not forget how you provoke the Lord your God to wrath in the wilderness from the day that you departed from the land of Egypt until this very day, you have been rebellious. Here are those memories again that you really don't want. But God told his people, you need to remember how bad things were. You need to remember how you failed so that you can appreciate your own vulnerabilities. Boy, did they need that. Because their future that they don't know yet is wrapped up right there. All the ways that they were rebellious that entire time in the wilderness, when they got to the promised land, it was no better. The very things that bothered them and through which they rebelled are the very things in the promised land that they rebelled in again. It, nothing changed. They did not appreciate their vulnerabilities. I had a conversation this week with a man who said, I know what I used to be. I know, I remember those things. And now, I just don't put myself in those places anymore. Lest those things take hold of me again. Now, that's the attitude of appreciating your own vulnerability and staying away from those things because you know your past. Look at verse 27 of that same chapter. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
their ancestors. Remember them. Don't forget about those who have brought you where you are. I think it is interesting that these are their forefathers, but God said they are your servants. Oh, we could spend time there too. Their forefathers were serving this generation by pushing forward all of the things of God that this generation needed. Don't forget. He was telling them, don't forget those people who brought you to where you are so that you will appreciate the good influences in your life. We put it this way. We're standing on the shoulders of those who have gone before. We say we're building on foundations that we did not build. Remember, because every one of us is in need of remembering the past and those who have brought it to us. Chapter 24. In writing to them, the writer says in verse number 9, Take heed an outbreak of leprosy that you carefully observe and do according to all the priests. The Levites shall teach you just as I commanded them so that you shall be careful to do. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam on the way when you came out of Egypt. We know about Korah who stood up to challenge Moses as a leader of God's people. And the earth opened up under him and swallowed him. Both Aaron and Miriam, his brother and sister, stood up to oppose him to say, We speak for the Lord too. It is true that Miriam was used as a prophetess. But now she's challenging his standing. And finally she looked down at herself and God immediately struck her with leprosy. Remember what God did to Miriam so that you will appreciate the attitude that God has for sin. Remember those Times of failure in yourself and in others. Remember the sin of the past so that you will appreciate what God is doing now in his attitude against sin. Finally, in chapter 4, he says in verse number 23, 
Take heed to yourselves, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which He made with you, and make for yourselves a carved image in the form of anything that the Lord your God has forbidden you. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. Before you go into this promised land, you remember what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do so that you will actually appreciate the doing of it. Don't forget. Because there are things we need to do and things that we don't need to do. And I need to appreciate and stay faithful to that. This is why God wants us to remember. I want to close by reading the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8. And I want to start in verse 11. Listen to what Moses said to those people. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments, His judgments, His statutes, which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, when your tents and your flocks multiply and your silver and gold are multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, when your heart is lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage, who led you through that great and terrible wilderness in which are serpents and scorpions and a thirsty land where there was no water, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna which your fathers did not know that he might humble you and test you to do good in the end. That you may say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained this wealth for me. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. That it shall be if by any means you forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day, they shall surely perish, and you. As the nations which the Lord destroys before you, so you shall perish, because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. Remember. Do not forget. Let your mind spiritually be colored by the things of God that he wants us to remember so that we will not be overcome by the blackness of the memories of things that are not right. Because the righteous will be remembered. But the name of the wicked will rot. 
as was said in our men's study on Thursday night. The absolute only thing that matters in life is whether your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Does God remember you Today, if you're not his child, if you've not submitted to Jesus in baptism for the forgiveness of sins, God does not know you as one of his, and he will cast you out if you stay in that condition where you will rot. But the righteous will be remembered in the Lamb's book of life. We're here for you today. Our shepherds stand to meet you as we stand and sing together. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m., followed by our morning worship service held at 10 a.m. Our Sunday evening service is held at 6 p.m., and our midweek Bible study is held on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you are in the area, we would love to have you as our honored guest. Thanks for listening.